0: You are about to listen to another great audio podcast of Let's Grow Pulling, brought to you by the Outlaw Truck Contractor Pulling Association. You can find them on the web at outlawpulling.com and on Facebook at Outlaw Truck Contractor Pulling. They are the thunder in the dirt. Thanks for listening and have a great day. here this evening in Freedom Hall.
1: Brian Schrammig
2: laying it down. And we'll get the official distance here in just a moment. The Alice Chalmer, 80-30, coming
3: to a stop.
0: Let's go pulling every Monday night is sponsored by the Outlaw Truck and Captain location And us gang of Hooligans are so excited to have Brian on tonight. Please, throughout the show tonight, share this out there to pages and groups and different things that you follow on Facebook. I've already posted this on the stream about orange. But if you talk about a team that has signifying orange through and through, like even on the farm, Shramick family so we're excited to have them here as always ryan zolek up there in the top in the top middle i feel like this is hollywood squares ryan rusnik leroy schluter paul romack brian and braden and the beautiful brent yarn down there so please type your comments up there in the questions brian braden welcome to let's grow pulling paul take over buddy
4: <laughs> yeah uh so as jason said we've got brian and braden uh Schrammage here and <clears throat> We just want to talk a little bit about the, the ceramic pulling family, the team, um, some of the different tractors that you guys have had. Um, so I guess to start out, um, you guys have been around, the ceramic pulling team has been around for what seems like forever. Um, can you kind of talk about the history of the ceramic pulling team and where it started and, you know, as far as like Dennis and, and, and where it is today?
5: Yeah. Uh, as you said, it's, I've, I've known it for all my life. So, uh, we ended up and I got brought into it with my dad, Dennis. Uh, it goes all the way back to into the late 60s. He uh, had a 190 XT. And uh, I don't know, you all probably remember some of the first NTPA pulls being out like at Bethany, Missouri, and uh, Bowling Green, Missouri, and things like that. He was at some of those and, and pulled uh, 190 XT back in those days. So, he ended up and uh, You know, as far as the history with it, that was the start. Uh, He uh, was uh, drafted in the Army. He ended up and got out of it for a few years when he got back. Um, Just did it on a local level a little bit until around 1980 and hooked up with the McKinnons, uh, Benny McKinnon, uh, and they built a D21 that he pulled a limited pro stock. He uh, later called that the, the menace. And uh, he ran that for several years, all the way up to the time that uh, I turned 16, and uh, ended up. And we built a second D21 for that same wounded pro class, just a little different in weight. Uh, we called it Spit and Image. Um, his his tractor ended up became uh, the Menace at that time, and we ran in the, the Eastern cent- uh, East Central Missouri Tractor Pulling Club for several years there. Uh, through the 80s and early 90s, and then uh, then we ended up and had kind of a one of those moments where we decided we wanted to take it to the next level, and just as that first tractor or that first video there showed that eighty thirty 30 Youngblood, uh, we ended up and acquired that from uh, Brad Howe out in Indiana, one of the Quad Quad members, and brought it back to Missouri, and that's how Youngblood got started there in uh, 92, actually. So, uh, that's kind of that's the start of it there and how the Superstock and Youngblood name got going. So
4: now your dad started in what class? What
5: with the 190 XT? He pulled in back then it was actually called Superstock, but it was just one turbo. Uh, mm-hmm. He ran in the 9,000 pound class uh, with a 190 XT. And uh, there were several classes back then. Um, and with, with mostly, you know, it was the same tractor he ran in the field. Uh, but I know he had a different hood cause it had a bubble that they made for a bigger turbo and, you know, had a different injection pump and, you know, they, um, they shimmed up the clutches and, and stuff like that. And then of course they had to tear tear the stuff back apart to put it back to ready for the field use. But, but that's the, yeah you know, he pulled a 190 XT back in those days and, uh, that's how he got started
4: now was was the 190
5: xt a 301 then it was it was a 301 alice and uh, uh of course the the d21s and everything was a 426 so but he would combat a lot of those guys uh you know with the 426s back in those days and you know you get back into uh, uh you know like i said the mckinnons was pulling back then there was uh, uh several several of the guys that was running uh, trying to uh, Cajun Queen, there. I know that he ran mm-hmm. against them guys, uh, side and, that side and circuit tractor and Van Bockens and stuff like that. So it was back in that era, you know, it was been really neat. to. I would like to see some. Of it. I know I really like seeing and hearing the history of it.
4: Yep. So when did you guys jump into the multi charger realm?
5: Well, after, like I said, after we ran that limited pro clocks, pro stock class, which was just a Three by four turbo back then, and we had to run a stock appearing pump, so we was running a Rusa Master, and we kind of capped out with the limitation there, and uh, we ended up we was down at Louisville there uh, in the spring of '92, and uh, in February, and I met up with Brad Howe, and his tractor that eighty thirty was for sale at four twenty six, and you know four turbos, and and he was making a, a change out of it, and. So we picked it up from where he kind of left off and brought it, brought it home to have a, a state, you know, uh, state super stock tractor, you know, and ran a state level here with TPM and things. So um, so we ended up and did that. Well, that, that opened up a lot of doors for us. We, uh, uh, by the end of, um, end of that spring or the first pool really, we was already getting a new Max Simpson up in Michigan mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the history with Max speaks for itself. What all he's done and, and stuff with Colin and and he worked with us. And uh, I actually spent most of summer up there because we was trying to line out some some problems we had with the tractor. And I remember I remember uh, going to some of those poles: Coldwater, uh, Marshall, Marshalltown, uh, Adrian, and all those poles. And we finally got the tractor running. And uh, I think we was um, over at Adrian, I think, and we ended up like with a second. That was our best hook and the tractor ran. We came back, uh, made it back for our state fair and we won our state fair uh, first pull with it. So anyway, but that's uh, so it it opened up a lot of doors for us and and uh, people and connections. And and uh, so it was good experiences.
4: Now, was that tractor the only tractor in the stable until what? Youngblood came in, the Youngblood
5: Superstock? So, so we ran that ninety-two. Of course, that's a seven. That was a seventy-thirty chassis, so it was heavy. So, uh, back then there was a ninety-five hundred pound super stock class, and that's all we ran ninety-five hundred. We did that for several years until they lowered the weight limit down to eighty-two hundred, and that seventy-thirty we couldn't make the weight limit. So we ended up and uh, started working. Uh, we actually uh, bought another. Pulling tractor, it was uh, the Wilsons D21 chassis, and we took their rear end and put underneath this Youngblood, or Youngblood motor, the four charger setup, everything else hooked up, and we ran that for two more years. I think the 2002, and then we set out the 03 season, and then we had uh, Tim Engler was working on our the component tractor that we still have today. Uh, the Youngblood chassis, and and we converted everything over to a component chassis there in 2004.
4: So, okay. so then you've got 2004, you've got the component chassis Youngblood. When did the Legacy Tractor come into play?
1: Well,
5: uh, just a, a little bit. that same time in 2004, we ended up and brought Get Her Done out. Uh-huh. That was a John Deere, John Deere Pro Stock Tractor. It came out of, um, came out of Wisconsin, uh, out of the wildman's Wyman, table, uh, the die, one of the diehard deers. And we ran that in conjunction with Youngblood. We went, you know, we was running outlaws uh, and NTPA events and, and traveling, you know, all over with no tractors. Uh, we did that all up to 06. And then that's when we committed to NTPA um uh, to run grand national points with was working with max simpson and in the year there too he was trying to push for us he, why don't you all bring that tractor out Think you we'll do well and, and stuff and so we did in 06 and and uh we we ran it for points we didn't run the pro stock for points in 06 we just run youngblood and we did well we ended up i think we finished fourth that year but we we knew what we had to do to uh to size they was we had to we had to step it up we we knew that uh that we was behind we was we made some good pulls but over that winter we changed up turbos we changed injection pumps and we came out uh in that 2007 year and you know our that's when our history really starts we we actually started uh, the pro stock on the grand national level for points we had young blood running and everything just started clicking and we ended up and you know, uh made it made, that's when Young Blood kind of made its made its mark on the NTEPA circuit and and we ended up winning that was our first championship, which then led to four other ones after that. And mm-hmm. uh, along in that run we had two pro stop championships. So, you know, we was able to do that all the way up to the uh the two thousand eleven season. Two thousand eleven. Yep. And uh, um when two thousand twelve came we had um uh, we still had, um, uh, that's when we brought the legacy out yes. and it was the first year we kind of run points and it may have hurt us that year trying to get a new tractor out. And I think we both can kind of agree that probably if the legacy wouldn't have been there, we felt like we probably could have had a number, number six there, uh, on that title year, but it's, is what it is. It was good experience. And, but that's in 2012, we brought out the legacy there and that's no. what Braden, he wasn't, um, hadn't started yet pulling, but he was he was in a lot of the help with, you know, when we was figuring out how we was gonna what sheet metal and different things he was becoming quite familiar with, with what we're doing and, and came into the picture. So
4: Carry yeah. carrying ether, no doubt.
5: Yeah. we <laughs> go through a lot of it, don't we? So Yeah. That? So, yeah.
4: That's for yeah. sure. Now in there somewhere, uh, now in that, two, you say it was 2012, you came out with Legacy, when did you get rid of the Deer Pro Stock? Uh,
5: we got rid of, uh, trying to think exactly, it was, was it around 13, 12 or 13? Uh, so the Get her Done ended up, Smucker, after we, we won points with Get Her Done and Eight and ten. Eight and ten. And Smuckers helped us in 2010 with it. And they bought it either in 11 or 12. I'd say 12. Mm-hmm. it might have been 12 right there when we brought out the Legacy. And because uh, I don't, yeah, I think it was 12 before the 12 season. So um, in amongst yeah. there, there was another tractor. And, and I know Jason mm-hmm. We was talking about it earlier, the King of Deers. That was a tractor that we, we brought in and uh, actually run. As a super stock for a little bit, I had plans of running a uh, a big cube, you know, two feet and one tractor charger back there in 2011, and uh, before we brought the Legacy out and stuff, and and was having some trouble with it, and um, decided to put it back as a pro stock, and we had some gentlemen that was was interested in it, so we uh, we ended up and sold it, and and went ahead and did the Legacy tractor, but there was that was a short period King of Deer tractor that we had in there as well. So,
4: yep. so but, we're in 2012, 13 twelve, you're, you're running two multi-charger heavy supers. Where did the mod idea come from?
5: Yeah, that, that we, <laughs> we, we still haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, it was one of those things that, uh, we was out at Engler, Tim Engler's, and he had just acquired a, a six engine mod and, uh, you know, it all sounded good at the time we was talking about it, but I, I don't know. There were lots of things that went on after that that made me wonder what I was getting into. So uh, we uh, yeah, it was 2000 uh, around 2011 um, and, and I had my brother, John. He was a big help with that and helping us uh, keep up the motors. By all means, I'm not very inclined with the automotive in. You know, I would turn rent to do what he told me to do, but he he set it up. And he was the one that helped, helped us make it, you know, make it what it was. And and uh, we had some good luck with it, you know, at times. But you know, Chevy's was just just a little small motors, and we was pushing them hard, and we kept we kept chucking parts here and there and tossing rods. And you know, we ended up with I think that one year we had, you know, we well, with two of those years or one of those years we had one point. And then we uh, with both tractors, and we got second, is that right, Braden? Second, yeah, yeah we got second, second with the with the mod, the, the, mop, the mod there, and uh, and stuff. But uh, but we never could never could get the that title. We had two second place finishes. Could tell you, you know, the what polls lost it for us. So but anyway. Yeah. Usually it was getting drug off the track because of it. So.
4: Well, as I'm sitting here, I'm trying to count the number of blowers and turbochargers in one year that you would have had. And I'm not sure I have enough fingers.
5: Well, it was <laughs> yes, the, one, the worst, worst experience that I had with that mod. We was down at Chapel Hill. And literally, when we, have, when we left Chapel Hill, we had to put a new rear end, a new third member in it, a new uh, reverser in it. And all six oh. motors got tore apart and rebuilt so yeah anyway, that was a that was a disaster all because of a planetary and mm-hmm. uh, and anyway it was the worst worst thing but you know with the help of tim engler and his crew we was in a points race and we made it to the next pool there was a, a, a pool in between or there was a weekend off in between so within mm-hmm. two weeks they they had got that tractor tore back down and put back together and we made that hook and was in contention out at canfield for the championship and and uh you know ended up second place at that time yeah so,
4: the there's there's no more of a true statement than in than when it says it takes a village to keep a super stock on the track i can't imagine two yeah. of them and a six engine mod at the same time
5: yeah
6: but yeah, but yeah. yeah
5: through through some punishment i know but you know with it it's uh uh you know we've we've learned from some of that some some of those instances and you want to call them mistakes, experiences, or whatever, but you know, the uh, hard work is what we are. You know, it's you know, that was one of the things when we, you know, we have a good time at the poll. We met, have a lot of good friends, but when we get, when it's time to poll, you know, it's we're there for a job and you get it done. So, mm-hmm. so
1: anyway.
5: yeah,
0: Paul, now <clears throat> go ahead. Can Leroy talk or are you going to talk the whole
4: yes. show? Nope, that's fine. i you guys <laughs> jump in here anyway. I was just still working through the history like we were
2: talking. Yeah well i want I to join want- myself back here listening to the history I, I do have a question if we can go back to the year calendar year 2012 when you had the uh, multi-engine mod yep there was a uh, music video from dustin lynch she cranks my tractor yeah give us the uh with, with the uh young blood in the background and then i the, the uh, young blood unleashed made yep. a cameo in that tell us the uh, history behind
5: the dustin lynch video well, we had we had an individual that uh, had called and asked if we would uh, be interested in, in uh, possibly being in a country music video and and set all this up and uh, so we went down. I think it was Springfield, Tennessee, just north of Nashville, and uh, went down there and uh, and as as you said, there they they uh, they had a they had another tractor there as well and uh, they rolled Young Blood in the shop there and around the band side of it and then. Of course, later on the video, you'll see the the six engine mod and, and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, it was a pretty neat, pretty neat experience and getting to meet Dustin and his crew and hanging out in our, in our Poland trailer was, you know, an experience for us, I'm sure for him as well. Now when, when the gal was walking down toward the Creek, when
2: uh, she took her uh, swimsuit top off and threw it up on the branch in the tree,
1: <laughs> which side of
2: the which side of the camera were you guys on? on that <laughs> we was on we was on the back side of the camera. Oh, okay,
5: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. so anyway. leave it yeah. to me, right, Schultz? Yeah. <laughs> I, another another cool thing. Let's uh, let's rewind again. Um, Braden pulling at the National Farm Machinery Show in Louisville. Well, he was still in high school and pulled in the prelims early in the week and uh, secured himself a spot in the Saturday night finals. You made a trip back home to uh, to play, a, I guess, in a Friday night basketball game, right, and then, then came back on Saturday night to pull in the finals?
3: Yep. Yep. Uh, I believe. Yeah, and I think we actually may have ended up in, I think, won that game. Uh, did you end up and come back? Yeah, we both came back. Yeah. Yep.
5: yep. We both came back yep. and made the trip back. So, Yep. Yep. so
3: anyway what you'll do for Pullman right
2: so that's cool well I just completed uh, 22 years of officiating high school basketball so as okay. I was sitting there in the stands on that Saturday night I could I can appreciate the your dedication Yep.
5: well and, and sometimes you, you you uh like you said the dedication to it and and of course he was just like with Pullman we try to commit ourselves to all but he committed himself to to sports as well. But I don't know if you also kinda of remember Cloverdale, uh, legacy. My dad Brayton had a ball game and uh he wasn't able to make him and, and dad, Dennis, he ended up and jumped on the, the legacy out there and I think he was the first tractor, yeah, first bowler yeah. of the evening on the diesel superstock side and anyway and they put it in the sand pile, you know, he did on that first run, but he uh he ended up and uh filled in for filled in for Braden when we was both at the basketball game and I want to be there to support my son at the basketball game as well. And so that's where I was. Yep. So. Brian,
0: where's, where's the six engine mod at now?
5: Uh, it is, it is over across the pond. Um, the, um, Oh, and now I'm drawing a blank of who bought it, but they, they bought the aftermath pulling team. Um, uh, they, they have that, that, um, uh, their mod over there as well. Um, they ended up and they originally just bought uh, four of the motors off of it. First, they came over or, or they, uh, yeah, they ended up and no, they talked about it. They bought the four Chevys about the same time they bought uh, the aftermath the uh, tractor from uh, what was her name um, I know, from Minnesota a G. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Yep, yeah. um, but they they bought four motors and then they. They was wanting to buy the whole thing and and we was kind of set on our price and and then they came back over and looked at the chassis bought the other two motors in the chassis and we loaded it up for them and and so i think they're running it in a um in a lighter class with uh four motors i believe when they're going against two hemis i think so um but there's that's that's where it ended up at so so it was it was over there i think in a 11 or 12, you know, we went over there and pulled and, uh, uh got the pull over there at, uh, uh there at Amsterdam or at the Hoya pole and, um, uh, you know, had the honor of doing that, but, uh, we brought it back. We couldn't leave it over there then we was trying to, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, what
4: is it, what is it like to ship a tractor overseas?
5: It's not the funnest thing. If you don't normally do it, I know several people have, um, uh, Strapping it down in there, uh, we made blocks and set it up. It wasn't on tires. We we mounted it and supported it, uh, strapped it down tight. We covered it up. You know, they say that salt water, you know, moisture will, will get in those boxes and stuff. But you know, it, it's a little nerve wracking, and uh, you know, wondering if it's going to make it over there. You hear those stories that they say if it, if a, if the, if the, if the ship vessel and all that starts to. Go down or something. They're going to start shoving containers off, and you know you just wonder, but you know where you're setting that because I think I'd actually heard Wayne Perser was talking about just before his went over there. He had actually read an article or something where some containers got shoved off right before the it made it to port. So makes you wonder. So yikes. Yep. Yeah. So, but
4: so we've we talked about the, the history. Now let's talk about the present. So in what was this about? two years ago, the young blood got was in the first stages of being revamped. See, that was right
3: around, right around two years ago, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We decided that kind of, we wanted to go a different direction. We've been in the super stock class for a long time and uh, I've been kind of on him a little bit here and there about getting in the pro stock class because you know, he said that most likely, get her done was going to be the first tractor I was going to drive. And I was looking forward to, it. of course, I was looking forward to driving young blood and legacy, but I wanted to drive get her done as well. And, uh, then, you know, like of course it got sold and I didn't get to drive it. Well, I've always had this itch for the pro stock class. And so we kind of bounced it around for a little while. And then, uh, we decided that, you know, it was like a good idea. And we wanted to try something new. Um, and so we, you know, we considered building a new tractor, um, But then we came back to, you know, still wanting, you know, it was hard to give up Youngblood. Youngblood's been through a lot. And, you know, we, of course we're attached to it. And so we liked the idea of keeping Youngblood's chassis, reworking it and uh, putting the pro motor in it and, you know, starting a new venture that way. So that's, that's kind of where it all began there. So.
4: So did you basically, Brian, did you just say, okay, Braden, go design this and this is all leading up to this, this teaser video that was released um, before it was actually out um, or when it was unveiled. But uh, can you talk a little bit about the video?
3: Uh, Yeah. So I I guess I can't speak for him, but I think a little bit, he was like, you know, Hey, you know, obviously you want to build a pro stock and he was on board with it too. And he kind of gave me free reign, you know, to do just about what I wanted. Of course I, we were both together in it throughout the entire time and bouncing ideas off of each other and things like that. Um, but yeah, and, and I had this, I guess this vision that I wanted to, you know, uh, design every detail of it. And then whenever it got to the end, I wanted to, uh, present it in a way, you know, that was, you know, different and cool. And, um, so I kind of showed, our uh, or made a video and showed glimpses of kind of the, the process that I took and um, um, and just tried to show it off a little bit, so that's kind of where I was with that. So,
5: anyway. well, it, it
4: definitely it showed it
5: off. <clears throat> just just kind of remember though, it was tough for me because here, young bloods was such a part. It's a diesel super stock. It's got the old four twenty six, you know, block in it, and just trying to still incorporate, you know, young blood to stick around. And that's that's where we we decided, like he said, that. You know, let's let's stick with the chassis. Let's keep the chassis. Let's keep that. That's our roots. Uh, To give you all a little bit of information or detail that, and one of the things that that made that decision more easier for that chassis was built amongst the time that uh, Don Masterson built the Tinker Toys chassis. Same time that Kevin Smucker, they built the Rampage chassis. Those chassis are still on the track today in those same classes. So we knew that we had a good chassis, same same era and everything, and and of course as you kind of see, you know, you lit up on that video there at the opening of how the tractor run for the first pass out. You know, it's got some pretty good potential ahead of it. Uh,
4: yes, for the first time, uh, out, um, which was Lions, was it not?
3: Yes. Yep. Yeah.
4: Um, I was, I was walking through the pits and I knew that it was supposed to be there and I saw this flash of orange out of my eye and I was the weird guy standing there staring at it. I, I i totally admit it. I was just, can you, and there's a special color on that tractor. Is there not?
3: Uh, yeah, it actually took some iterations to kind of figure it out, but, um, it's the base of it is actually a, an old classic GM muscle car orange. I think it's called hugger orange. Um, and it's actually got, uh so of course it's got some gold flake in it um and i actually think there might be a, a a mixture of what they said a lamborghini color i can't specify which one i can't remember um but we we kind of went through biggest thing was the paint i think uh for me or one of the biggest things uh because i knew that um you know i i didn't want to put as many graphics on it and i wanted to make it stand out alone on the the orange and the, the paint i wanted it to really you know, like I said, stand out. And uh, so I really wanted to try to nail that. So we had several different innovations and uh, trying to figure that out. And that's kind of what we landed on. So um, anyway,
4: well, it, uh, it turned out fantastic. I mean the hits and the views on that tractor when it was released, um, you, you, you darn near broke the internet there for a little <laughs> while.
3: Yeah.
6: Well, Mm -hmm. Um, so
4: on that, so you, you have the, you still have the legacy of course in the, in the shed and you've got the pro stock. Um, do you have any idea? I know you guys are pretty good about posting on your, on your page. Do you guys have a schedule yet for where we're going to see these tractors this summer? Uh,
3: so I guess we're going to, we're going to try to bounce around a little bit. Um, we're definitely going to try to run more this year uh PPL and um we're even gonna try to hit some NTPA ones uh as well. Um I don't know if you can jump in, but I I think that we're we're not necessarily going to stick to one circuit. Um and I think it's fair to say that you've already committed to the champions tour you know uh for
5: the PPL. So I think that first hook is at uh is it uh Farley Iowa. Farley Iowa. Yeah so we're looking forward to being at that's in the it's for us we're just trying to finish up some bean planting and, and stuff like that but I, uh, I tried to talk him in to get the tractor out last week while it was warm to fire it up but it's uh, it's ready now so anyway so it's uh, we got it it's you know everything we need to do to for just to load and go so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Are the uh,
4: are, are the trenches still in the yard from where you tore up the yard last fall?
3: <laughs> no we tried to take care of those pretty quick. <laughs> so, it was, did it not was have, an accident, did
5: not have a clue that he was going to do that. So um, he, remembers, he remembers, he remembers them talking about when I did it in a different part on the farm with the super stock years ago, <laughs> nothing like this, but you know, uh, there's his grandmother's yard, which it was okay for the grandson to do it, but I know what would have happened if I would have done it. So, mm-hmm. so but uh, anyway, so yeah, that's cool.
2: And we will be doing a live stream at Farley, Iowa, too, on what used to be known as Lucas Oil Racing TV. The new name of it, uh, effective January 1st, is MAV TV+. So that will be our first live stream on the Lucas Oil Champions Tour, the two-day event there in Farley, Iowa. So if uh, you can't make it there in person, tune in to MAV TV+. Nice burnout.
6: (laughs) Yep, yep.
4: Yeah, that 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 sure had accident written all over it. Mm. Yeah.
5: yeah, of course.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah.
5: I mean, we're pretty. We try to be pretty cautious. I, we uh, you know, uh, you know, in Poland, as you know, and you all have heard of some of the accidents and stuff around. But it's you know, you got to test out a little bit of stuff, but you got to be careful when doing it. And the safe place to do it is on a track. So, but uh, yeah. it does make you make you think sometimes. So yeah, he caught me a little off guard. So,
0: yeah. so we. It's time for Zolik and Roost to talk a little bit. Ryan has his orange shirt on, and he is a diehard orange fan. He's even got orange hair for you, yeah. so. <laughs>
2: Um,
0: Braden, I've known your dad for a long time, and my dad and I thought we wanted a diesel super for one summer. <laughs> and after, oh, 18 to 19 turbochargers and about 40 pistons, I said, I don't ever want to see a diesel super stock ever again. So. Um, <laughs> Max Simpson is a great man, Brian. And watching what you did in the red and green world, Brian, I still remember talking to you in Dubuque, Iowa. I mean, before you went on your big run, you still had the old sheet metal on it back in the pits. And you said, I'm going to figure this orange thing out. I'm going to shock everybody. And you weren't cocky. You were just confident. And my dad and I drove home that night because we had our little 21 that we thought was cool until we hung out with you guys. Was that was that?
5: Oskaloosa? Was that Oskaloosa?
0: Well, I drank a lot in Oskaloosa, so I don't remember that. I think it was Oslo- <laughs> That's where I remember seeing y'all meeting y'all
5: for the first time. I think. Okay. Yep. I think just to you know that goes way back. You know. Oh well, Yeah. You know, so amazing. So yep. So, but uh, you know, you know, with that, you know, we surround ourselves with the people, and I, you know, give Max. You know, we had a vision of what we wanted to do. Max helped us get there um you know when we came into the picture you know max and them last time that uh and alice chalmers won the grand national points title was like 85 you know and and so max was you know he was on board with us to, be, us to be able to do that in 06 but then to back it up five times you know it's you know no matter what they say we've we know how to do the most with the least you know and and uh but we 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 use each other's talents you know my dad was is an awful good track reader and, uh, and stuff like that. And he let me do the driving and, uh, you know, that worked out extremely well. I learned a lot during those years. And right now I just gotta, I gotta say is, you know, Braden's in that next step where, you know, I believe he's a very good driver right now. And, and he's got, uh, he's got my, he's got his grandpa and he's got me is I think the two best track readers that's out there right now. So we got a lot to learn, you know, this, this pro stop world has changed since we was running, get her done. You know, it's it's some big stuff, and and uh, I know we ended up and had a little slip up on on the pole down at Nashville. And uh, anyway, he was. Uh, I know you won the you kind of won the heat, so the, yeah. the prelim and we uh-huh. pack it up, and then we had some clutch trouble on the next night, and you had know we had a good hook
3: though, yeah. though we had a good hook.
5: But you know, one of the things is is maintenance and, and making sure we're always ready for that second, third hook, and and uh, anyway, so we got we still got a lot of work to do, but.
3: Anyway, we're looking forward to it.
0: Braden, where did you drive the Superstock first? Where was it? When, when was it? Were you 16?
3: It was in, I think, 2015, I believe. Okay. 2015, and it was in Toma, Wisconsin. Right? Or, well, excuse me. Sorry. I drove it in Mexico, Missouri first. Um, first Grand National Hook was Toma, Wisconsin. I drove it in actually hometown. Uh, yeah, right down the road, in Mexico, Missouri. Um, it was a small class. I think there was probably what three or four tractors in there. Yeah, it
5: was. Um,
6: uh,
3: uh, no, you probably you had about five or six
5: tractors. Oh, you know. Okay.
6: Yeah. Uh,
5: yep. But uh, besides ours, but yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. That's where. You drove, drove
5: Youngblood and Legacy at the same. You know. Yeah. In the same class. So. Yeah. You know. So.
1: Wait, what year was that? Uh, it was. Was
5: it fifth It's either fifteen or sixteen. Yeah.
1: No kidding.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah. No.
1: I was there for sixteen, I think, and I'm if I, that would make the. I think that was would make the board. first. Yeah, I, that would have been the first time I you'd ever driven. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah,
5: yep. yeah.
1: You kind of handled it like a pro. Yeah.
5: Well, I, you know, he, and in saying that, you know, I was very pleased with that. You know, you didn't know what to expect. You know, as you've seen most time when got people try to drive a a, a multi charge tractor, what usually happens the first time they don't get get out. But you know, he's he's heard that tractor and he's heard that, you know, time and time again. And I guess he just, you
3: know, he had the feel from it from day one in my opinion. So. It's, anyway. it's funny that you say that cause you know, that was the one thing that, you know, first time out I had in my head that I did not want to do was, you know, sputter it off the line. I wanted to make sure I got it off the very first time. And I can't remember. I, of course, I watched a lot of videos of tractor pulling and stuff, but leading up to that, I think I watched more videos, you know, especially in slow motion, watching my dad, Take off, figuring out how to do it and stuff just to make sure that whenever it came time that I was able to get it, you know, get well, a good first time. He was time. our video guy. Yeah, I was he, the video he videoed guy. every run, you know, yeah. not only ours, but even some
5: of the best pullers, Blake Graves and yep. Esden, and, and then guys too. You know, he, he's been around them all. You know, he was hanging out, you know, from day one with them. Yeah. So, so. All right, Zolik,
0: we're going to let you talk to him now.
6: you don't let me talk. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, like he said, um, you know, my my dad's. My, my family, we farmed with Al Chalmers, so you can imagine the Al Chalmers group is, like Paul knows, it's a to Titanic community. Uh, probably almost everyone knows everybody. Um, and uh, uh, seeing an orange tractor in the winter circle, um, you know, when we, we would go to Toma every year, so seeing those passes um, down the track and and you know, my dad did a little drinking, so he knows how to, you know, rub it into those red and green guys uh, when you guys would make those passes down to Toma. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, now what you guys have done in the pro stock realm and getting that going, and uh, um, you know, uh, you know, we have we have a family that we're really good friends with uh, back home. Uh, they 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 still farm with all else Chalmers. They actually have hosted an All-Als Show, just their family, and they have over 300 pieces of equipment
5: yeah.
6: that, uh, that they display. So um, they do that place now. Uh, uh, so it's uh, Al's Showman runs pretty deep, and uh, um, you know I will always cheer for you guys, and uh, any orange one out there. So uh, my grandpa's Z21 is still in my dad's garage. Uh, it was the only thing that survived their barn fire. It was the right thing, wasn't it? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Well, did we? I think one of the first times we was you down at Council Bluffs when we first met.
6: Uh, pot, yeah, probably when actually in person, or it was probably in the pits at too. Okay, probably um, well, it could have been. I remember
5: yeah. down. I remember down at uh, Council Bluffs when Braden was trying to get the Legacy to run. Remember that. Oh yeah, yep. yep. You yep. know, I had to take a few shots of that, and and that's when you know we was trying to trying to get a little bit more life out of the the 426, and and felt like you know going to that two feet and one charger, you know, easing up on that, uh, you know, that bottom end and stuff. But anyway, he he fought it there a little bit during the actual class, but then you know after the show was over, you know he was supposed to just kind of shut it down, but before he knew it, he was he was way out there, but he finally got it to lit and we had to change up some water and stuff, but yeah. kind of remember that meeting him. But, you know, you talk about Alice tractors and the history and, and stuff on, and stuff on the farm. We've, you know, right now we, we have lots of pieces of Alice, you know, around there. Our main, our main tractors are Alice that we farm with daily, but we've got, uh, we got 7,000, 8,000. We use them on mowers, we use auger tractors, you know, uh, lots of that stuff. And, and, you know, been blessed with, you know, being able to put together some of that. And, uh, even with our pulling friends, you'll be surprised when you go to a pull and you find out somebody said, Hey, I got, got this tractor here you know, you know, we're thinking about selling it. Would you be in a before you know it, you know, it's kind of added to our collection. We've got about three, four nice pieces that, that uh, has come directly from, you know, pulling family that we consider and, you know, word of mouth. But, uh, my dad, like I said, he, he, his first tractor was a 190 XT and he stayed with them all the way through, and, you know, t- 210s, 220s, D21s, you know, 7,000s in the 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you just keep na- naming them, he, you know, through his years, till till of course in there in the in the 80s, you know, they, uh, Alice went through their change, and and uh, uh I think they're in the 90s is when he started replacing them, you know, we ended up and started going versatile and some of those other tractors. Anyway, Alice had been, they was on the Forefront of Poland is, you know, like I said, I know it's a. Uh, you all have talked about it before, but Noble Harrison uh, and what the connections he had with Poland and how they, Poland, you know, really, I guess, just accelerated under the Alice side of. It. I remember going over to Pleasant Hill, Illinois, to Noble Harrison shop as a young kid working with Benny Noble, Ed Elgin, and those guys and i'm talking about when you're you get a when you get a box and it has experimental on it from alice as the park number that's pretty neat you mm-hmm. know so and to have that kind of support so anyway but uh oh. now
4: was it wasn't alice chalmers they were one of they were maybe the only factory that
5: supported pulling at they, one time uh outright supported it you know uh they was very upfront you know they even they even sponsored You know, back in the day, I remember talking to, to Danny Dean at one time, I can believe one of the years that he won the, the grand national points, I believe he won, won a use of a 7,000 tractor from Alice Chalmers. That was one of the sponsorship, you know, they helped with sponsoring it. You know, they helped in, uh, you know, producing parts, like I said, that you, you know, you could, we have some parts boxes that, uh, uh they have experimental on them right from Alice. Now you go to John Deere, and I don't know if you all seen that uh, video uh, and stuff, or that that was put together with with Van Bakken and stuff. You know, that's some of those engineers came in to side instructors up there in Mexico, and they laid parts out. They couldn't figure out how they was getting this tractor to work, and that actually they used some of that technology to get you know some of their stock tractors to be able to perform and last in the field. And but they never were, really would put their their name fully on the. On the side of it you know they kind of was kind of back and you know i don't know if it was liability reasons or what but they they did they wasn't as front forthcoming coming as this palace was
1: you know mm-hmm. yeah they can claim waterloo engineers can claim all they want that uh they built the 466 in-house but all <laughs> of us on this phone call we know we've all been inside that dealership where that motor came from uh yep. missouri
5: that's
4: where it happens yes, in, you in, know
5: sidon's triggers going back to some of the, some of the, the stuff that i that helped me over the years. but you know you all know Van Botkins and a and, uh, great guy and stuff. when I was when I was in uh, high school I was going to vocational school, my junior and senior year over at Mexico. and uh, I was building a pulling tractor then. that's, that's when I, I built uh, the uh, the spit and image tractor in that class. but one of the things that I did is I went to Van Boens. I was working on injection pump that year. and I went there, we talked to him. And he gave me some plungers for a four roller three ten pump. And he says, get those in there. He said they'll work. And that's what we ended up done. But that was my one of my conversations and, and stuff that I ended up and uh, and had with man. So you know, very, very great to the sport and, and uh the
1: history of it. It's kind of um, cool to see the Cajun Queens coming back to life a little bit, even if they are kind of stock tractors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, neat to see those again.
5: Yep, very, yeah, very. Yeah.
1: I am I am told that uh, Cajun Queen two is well was purchased in more or less in five gallon buckets, not too terrible long ago.
5: Gotcha. So it wouldn't
1: surprise me if we start to see if we see that one come back out as well.
5: Yep, yep. So
1: good deal. So what happened to all the old chassis that you talked about now? Are they sitting in the barn or did they go down the road?
5: You mean the ones that uh are like uh, Oh, the like the eighty thirty, the seventy thirty chassis. Some of that. Yeah. Uh, so that tractor ended up. It's it's pulling in Indiana now as a. I believe it, It's a, it is a limited pro tractor. Uh, if I recall, I think I think Niesbaum is pulling in. Um, I um, the King of Deers. Um, Corey Hoffman. Right. Corey Hoffman in Ohio. I'm trying to think. Is it Marion, Ohio? Yeah. Yeah, sounds right. Yep, I think Marion, Ohio, uh, mm-hmm. Corey Hoffman. And then, of course, Get Her Done is in the Smucker Stable yep. uh, in Ohio as well. Um, you know, Legacy is, it's it's setting in the shed right now. Um, it There is, we're trying to figure out exactly the direction that we're going to go with it. Um, it still has a super motor in it at the time being. Um, Uh-oh. So, anyway, so that's... <laughs> Well, teaser teaser videos or pictures coming is what it sounds like it yeah might be that that motor may find its home in a different different chassis so anyway you know whatever
1: what about that uh you talked about kind of that stopgap gap tractor that you ran both as a you ran it a little bit as a super that deer yeah um, and a little bit as a pro is that the one that went out west to uh nebraska is that jeff's tractor now
5: no that 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 tractor actually we turned it back to a pro and it went to iowa okay uh to rj carson uh okay. and then it came back and that's when we turned it into king of deers and um uh, and then then it went to Corey and them. okay so yeah same tractor there now there was the, the old chassis to the first get ton done. It was a cast chassis. That chassis got split apart. I, uh, uh, I want to think that that chassis, the rear and stuff might be part of the Sluter family uh, in one of their tractors.
1: Oh, okay. So
5: I think it went north, but then circled back around. It gets kind of tough keeping up with them once they, you know, but I, I, I believe, uh, uh, um, I believe that's where the, the rear end chassis, the, the, the rear end part of it is. That's a 4430, you know, rear end. So yep. anyway, but uh, Clem, I think Clem had told me in a conversation once that he ended up with it and and, uh, uh, and stuff. So.
1: so that's in one of those barn buddy tractors that... Yep still yep. manages to win on one wheel half the time.
5: Yep, exactly. a lot of history there too.
1: Boy, those Schluter guys—they sure can drive.
5: They—they—they they, they can. Yep. I've
1: never yep. feared for my life nearly so much as when as when you see those guys get out of shape, and somehow yep. they 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 reel it back in and they go four hundred and sixty-two thousand feet.
5: Yep, yep, yep. Very good. Yep, a lot of history there too, and and you know let off by Clem, you know. So anyway, so. Yeah, I right. got
0: a question. Yeah. And that, Russ, I know you've seen this before, but there's a lot of people that think, you know, in the pro stock class, there's a lot of cross dressing tractors, a lot of red running John Deere motors. How does your motor that you have actually f- tie into the orange family? You take, a, you take over. You know the answer.
3: Ah, <laughs> <you're tractor>. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess first we we so the motor that we're running is the dnr motor it's a recast block by Vince and rodney um snicker and um so i guess we see it or at least i do and i think you can agree that we see it as a an aftermarket block so we wanted to run the 426 motor i mean we we would still keep running it today if we could but the pulling has got to the point where you know especially with not very many many limitations and things like that the horsepower numbers just keep increasing and this little block 426 just can't hold it anymore and we're starting to see that a lot with legacy um and so when we started looking at the pro stock side and we were wanting a motor and things like that we we needed to we knew that we needed to change something um on that you know on that spec and uh we decided to go with the dnr motor um you know in our opinions like i said it's an aftermarket block. Uh, you know, you can, you know, some people may say that it's, it's very familiar to an IH, but we also see that it's very familiar, you know, or similar to uh, a Detroit motor and, a, you know, mm-hmm. Ford Detroit. Um, so I think you can look at it many different ways. Um, but you know, we definitely weren't going to put a deer motor in it. You know, we definitely weren't going to put a hypermax motor in it. Um, nothing against those motors or anything like that, but, um, we wanted to stay as close as we could to the orange tractor, um, without, you know, with, in, in our means, you know, it, you know, if we went to the 426, like I said, you know, we wouldn't be able to make it last, in, you know, today's world. So, um, anyway, I, that's, that's my opinion. Of. Center lines, as
5: y'all know, center lines on a Detroit versus a, an IH motor are the same. So, you know, we hang our hat on the, you know, on the Detroit side of it, you know, even to the fact the early ones was even, you know, uh, standard, standard style, you know, threads and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's what we hang our hat at. So anyway, yeah. I'm not even sure
4: you could take a 426 and get
5: 680 out of it, could you? You know, Mark Gettinger can. So, oh, really? Yep. He's, he's had a 680 Super Farm, you know. Uh, ironically enough, you know, uh, he ends up and puts an IH crank in it mm-hmm. and uh, gets the bore spacing back center and uh, has done That's that. That's the and, problem. You know, you get back to, uh, and I can't remember the exact, uh name of it the, the super farm tractor but get a load of this you know the super farm tractor they had that was a 680 get, getting your motor you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they did real well with it you know and uh so but uh but yeah you know with the 426 y'all know the history with it and and for us to be able to you know proudly say up to you know the last couple of years you know that thing you know it, it, it held up, its own. The Hypermax tractors and the, the the aftermarket blocks. You know, we just couldn't beat them all at the same time. That's our problem. You know, when you have when you're when you got six seven bullets even coming at you, you know, it's it, it got to be tough. So, That's but God, we, God. Uh, you know, but you know, it, it's it was a great class. We we made a lot of good friends and and uh, you know in it and, and stuff and, and still have them in there. You know, Bloody Graves, Asden, those guys. They just you know remarkable in, in the story of the power that they're, they're getting out of this stuff now.
0: Leroy, you've been quiet for a long time, and it's unlike you. What do you have to say?
5: Well, I was going to say
2: that the I think the orange paint, that's one of the big draws in that Pro Stock class because it's something different. I mean, no disrespect to the red and green tractors, but uh, those those are a dime a dozen. Um, you know, you can just throw out like Carlton Cope with this Warpath or Rush Yoder with Extra Butter. I think what you guys have done with the Youngblood is – you know, like Paul said, when you when you showed up with uh, the last year, you know, all the jaws were dropping. It's it's, it's something different. And,
3: and uh, you broke the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely, you know, taking into consideration. We definitely wanted to do that. Um, you know, we saw the pro stock class. Uh, of course, I was interested in it for a while and, you know, we bounced it off each other and stuff talked about getting back into it. Uh, but that was the big thing. You know, we saw a lot of red and green tractors and we thought it was a good opportunity to uh present an orange tractor and hopefully you know be competitive um and um i think it'd make it you know even more interesting for not only for ourselves but for the fans and uh to see you know see that in there and you know like i said hopefully be uh competitive against those tractors. so there's a lot of tough tractors out there and you know it makes things interesting so um but just like a super stock class back whenever he ran you know we had all assortments of color i feel like and you know that's what that's what made, you know, things interesting. And, you know, in the fans really enjoyed watching was seeing, you know, the red and the green and, you know, even, uh, you know, like red, you know, you call it, I, you know, you can call it purple. Um, you know, it just all sorts of colors and things like that, you know, and that's what I think fans want to see. And that's what we were, you know, looking at. So.
2: I know last year there at the track at holes hours at Nashville, you were touching on that earlier. Um, when you won your, the prelims, um, Def, definitely a crowd favorite that night, and uh, you know, a, as an announcer, you're not really supposed to be pulling for for one tractor or another to win, of course. But uh, I know there's a lot of people disappointed to see your next pass wasn't uh, wasn't the best for you.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. the way it worked out, it was a pretty neat setup, and and, and and really glad we was able they was able to put that back together. And, and I think that that was a, a rescheduled event. I think wasn't it? Uh, yes, you know, so it was it was great that, that we was able to, to make it and, and look forward to trying to, to make it back out there. It was a great place to pull. And and so uh, looking forward to that, too. I think every time you make another trip there to the track at hours
2: you're going to see that that facility is going to improve on every visit that you make. Because uh, Brad Holzhauer, you know, he's wanting to make that one of the elite pulling stops yep. in, the, in the country. So,
6: yep,
0: yep. If you don't mind. Well, I got in trouble with Facebook for playing that YouTube video. Jason, music. mute it. But I think I got all the disputes settled. I'll, I'll worry about it later. We had 300 and some people watching, and I played that video. And that
1: was Leroy's idea, by the way. So I'm going to blame Leroy for that. Video. There you go. Jason, hit Jason, hit play and mute it. Mute the volume.
0: Yeah, I think you had the volume playing on the last one, but it's so quiet, but they still picked it up. Yep. Okay, but if you but well, it this one it, they can't Brayden, do that. Brayden, do you have any music in this one?
3: Uh yeah, it's Aerosmith. Yeah, Dream <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on.
0: They'll definitely pick it up. Okay. Here we go. Well, I'll just Brayden, we're not going to play any sound, so you just talk about it, okay? Okay. I muted it, guys. Yeah, I guess another thing too, Brayden, didn't you come up with the design for the Legacy? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that
3: was my, I guess you could say my first tractor design was, uh, the legacy. So, um, you know, technically legacy, whenever it was built, um, I had a, you know, a very slight hand in it, uh, wasn't as involved, um, you know, cause I wasn't out pulling yet and stuff. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, a lot of my dad on that end. And, um, whenever I took things over, it still, um, didn't have anything, you know, as far as logo wise, it had the stock decals uh from the the agco hood on it still um and so that was a big thing i wanted to do and um yep i even used uh, uh photoshop that i learned from school and things like that um and and designed the the legacy uh decals and um of course the big thing was you know the black wheels uh wanted to you know make it stand out in a way and uh um, you know, so I went that route. It was, it was kind of a controversial topic, but, uh, they was afraid he was going to put black wheels on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But anyway, it was, it was in the mix as far as the, the pro stock as you know, doing black wheels or, uh, what kind of style to go towards. But, um, you know, I decided to go back to the, the shiny and Chrome. So, but anyway, so,
0: well, keep talking Braden. this is your video kiddo
3: yeah um so i just kind of wanted to show uh like in this part here um so some of the the thought process that i was taking uh you know like for instance uh the big thing um that i was trying to figure out um as far as like how i was just going to do something simple the like the frame rails um you know i wanted uh we kept them the same on the on the tractors for you know how long we've had them they've just been the great you know normal frame, wheel, part right frame there. width as a chassis um, and I wanted to make something new and you know different um, so that's where I took several iterations and tried to make you know this gradual curve that matches the top of the hood um, you know things like that uh, I really wanted to you know focus on the details and um, stuff so um, but you know as far as this video I, I, I really wanted to put together something that kind of you know, it was different in the, I, I'd say in the pulling world, as far as releasing the tractor, um, you know, I wanted to, you kind of draw it out a little bit and, um, you know, really show it off. And, um, so I, I, and I was thankful to have the opportunity here to, to, go, to yeah. <laughs> go into the body shop and I got to be in the booth with the painter. Uh, he was, you know, great, you know, with that, allowing me to do that. Um, and, um, I tried to get some cool shots and, um yeah so uh it was it was a cool process i really enjoyed doing it um and so um, but yeah
0: so how long did it take you to come up with the design
2: how
3: many iterations of it did you go through uh, so for this design
1: uh,
6: well, I it's
3: hard to put the amount of time on it it definitely went through a lot of iterations of, you know just like i said uh with like the frame rails i explored you know what I thought just about, you know, every way that I could, uh, you know, awesome. different looks to interrupt
5: him here. There was a whole nother tractor oh, that yeah. he that he had designed before this, that was going to have a whole different frame and sheet metal look still going to be orange, but it was going to be old school. Yep. And it was, and I know he, he was really struggling with it. And, and of course, you all know these big turbos and these uh, intercoolers and everything's you got to mount under these hoods, you know, um, and he just,
3: Went to this bigger, bigger set, you know, sheet metal to, to and, do it. And it was kind of and I'm not gonna say a last minute change, but it was it was down to the wire where I had didn't have to decide what sheet metal was because you know, I hadn't even decided, you know, before the tractor was sitting in the English shop and uh the chassis was already reworked, you know, and shocks were on the front, that kind of thing. And um you know, it got to that point where actually I had to make the decision. So I went with the, you know, like you said, the bigger hood. And, um, you know, as far as other iterations, I tried figuring out if I was going to do black like the legacy. Um, you know, I had an iteration where of course the rims were black. Uh, I had the hood, you know, wrapped in carbon fiber, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I definitely think it looked good. Um, but I got a lot of, you know, advice or a lot of opinions about the, uh, uh, Going to the chrome and the shiny paint and you know, make it stand out that way. So that's what I did. So anyway. But. Well, so guys, is that
1: tractor. <clears throat> we know that it's NPPA ready and champs uh, Tour are ready. Can you pull that at an outlaw event too, or no?
0: No.
5: If not not it's, it's. We we have a we have a, a an outlaw turbo and a in a, uh, a crossover pipe that disconnects the, uh, uh, the intercooler and stuff from it, you know, so, you know, technically we can, we haven't, we thought maybe we was going to run it there last year and uh, it just too late in the season. And then, you know, when he uh, finally got it together for the Lions there, as you know, it was late August and, and stuff. So we just, we just finished focusing on, on the way it was set up, you know, at that point.
1: Can't blame him. Yeah. Yep.
5: Right. So, I, I want a little bit more history, and y'all and, 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 and mentioned earlier about Rodney and, and them. We uh, was talking about farming and stuff, and anyway, we go back. You know, when we was pulling back in the there in the late early early 2000s with Get Her Done, we got to run against Rodney and Dennis and all those guys, and and so we've known that family for years even my dad knew them back prior back even in the 80s you know and and been around so you know for us to have our team you know kind of commingling with their team and their knowledge you know uh just want to give a big thanks to that we just know the dedication they put in it and the hard work that uh, that they do that they they're they're driven a lot like us and like i said we're just uh, we really think there's a lot of a lot of good potential here you know um you know as you know, we did have a pro stock John Deere. You know, I'm not going to tell you the big block Deere didn't come in our mind, but it was it was shot out pretty quick. And uh, when we decided we were going to go this route and, and this setup, and, the, and I think we made the right decision. Yep. Agreed.
3: Paul. Oh well, yes. <laughs> well, I what, see, was, uh, every what of, was
6: the other sheet metal you were going to go with? D twenty
3: one. D twenty one. Yep. So, and I'm not saying I'm ruling it out, uh, you know, for future, but, um, you know, it was definitely, I I had designed it. I had designed it a good ways through and I was pretty well set on it. And then started looking at, um, you know, or or as we said earlier, as far as making everything fit, you know, with that bigger and cooler and things like that. Um, but you know, I, I still think, I still think there's a way, and I think we're gonna, you know, maybe figure that out sometime. Next.
6: Awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think of orange tractors, I think you'd from make the a Sherry lot state, of uh, orange fans happy if you went to 21 like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when you think of orange tractors from the Show Me
2: State, you got to think of the ceramics on the diesel smoker side, and also the Terry's on the yalkee burners with yeah. high strung. Yeah, well, that's that's yep. another beautiful orange tractor from the Show yeah.
5: Me State. Yep. yep. Well, you, you remember the Martin brothers with Mina Wallace and born the boogie. Mm -hmm. Those two was the sharpest looking tractors, you know, back in the day, you know, uh, that was back in the the late 80, early nineties, I guess, you know, and, and stuff. So I, and yeah, we know you can get four chargers underneath those hoods. So anyway, Mm -hmm. so, but yeah. yeah. Well, Mm
4: -hmm. if you can, if you can stuff a big charger and 680 cubic inches under a stock 1206, Uh, dimensions. We can get it in a D 21. We can shoehorn that thing in there. I can promise you that. (laughs) Yeah, Yep.
5: Yep. yep. So anyway, yep. How's
1: How's Dennis doing?
5: How's Dennis doing? Yep. Doing great. He turned 70 this last year. Uh, Still excited and and going as hard as he can, trying to slow him down a little bit, but you know, uh, when it comes to pulling, he's always ready to go. Just like when it was time to go to, the Lions, you know, he, and he's he's still one of the main drivers of, of the semi, getting it around and, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, so he's he's looking for this next season as well and in this new chapter that we're gonna, you know, that he's gonna get to experience with his grandson. So but doing good.
1: What's the awesome. what's the last tractor he's added to his collection?
5: Oh, just bought a 190 XT down at uh Troy, Missouri. Nice. Um, he nice. he remembers. He remembers when the, uh, the gentleman has passed, he's been uh, for here for, I don't know, about 10 years, but the tractor's been setting. And, but he remembers when that gentleman bought it new. And when he, uh, of course, that was about the same time dad had his XT, but anyway, he, uh, so he was able to buy that. He brought it home here about, I don't know, maybe a month ago. So, yep. Nice. Yep. So yeah. he's has seems has he added
1: about. any new Fords to the collection since last year? um little known fact dennis dennis shrammick has a pretty nice collection of uh he's, Ford tractors as well
5: he's got, he's got several fords so uh yeah so my grandpa and stuff of course grew up on fords that started with the eight ends and then went to the, the 861s and, and and stuff like that and then five thousand, seven thousand, and so he has he has my grandpa's five thousand and and, 7, 000, and he's got some other tractors but he uh trying to think of the last one i he hasn't bought one i know he was looking at a uh uh in fact it was on a sale just just the other day uh up in northwest missouri uh it was a four wheel drive and it was, oh it
1: was that county
5: uh-huh. it was like a 5000
1: yeah you know? it was a fi- it's a 5000 drive line and uh and an 8000 motor yeah. yeah it was up in uh, unionville
5: yeah. So he was, he was, he, he had looked at it, but he, I don't even know what it sold for. So.
1: 16.5 I found 16-5. out from the auctioneer this morning. He was over the moon.
5: Yeah. What did the 21 bring? Did you know there was a 21 there?
1: It, there was. And I actually didn't get the number on it. That's the that's same thing. We had a,
5: we had another gentleman, which you know, we're not, you know what it took it for a bargain, but anyway, we got some other one, but we had a, one of our uh, friends up there that they had, uh, they had it up there and uh, he was up there watching stuff and it was talking to dad. I don't know what it sold for. I, I forgot to ask dad. So anyway, but uh, uh, we bought a 7030, uh, one that has a, it was actually a, a, a fact didn't have a cab on it from factory and uh, they put an aftermarket cab on it. So we're going to, Take the cab back off of it and, and make it an open open station 7030 put it back the way it was so that's our that, that's kind of my last purchase so i'm more of the 7000 210s and, and stuff but that was that bought it just at a local estate sale that's been shedded for the last you know 20 years so nice yeah. but, sometime uh, when
1: i get down there i want to i want to stop in and i want to take a peek at that collection
5: you're more than welcome to we we're, we're pretty excited i don't know uh if you all known or not but we have the number one two ten serial number that we restored. Uh, we're in the process of restoring the last serial number two ten. Really, and it, we we had a, another one of those deals with the polling World and friends, and that was brought to, that knew where it was. It came out of Oklahoma, and so it's uh, uh, we've got a uh, it's getting painted now. So anyway, so
1: you're so, so you're doing with. Two tens, the same thing that Daryl did with twenty ones.
5: Kinda, yep, yep, yep. Have
1: you heard about his latest project?
5: What's that one? I might have.
1: He's recreating the prototype D twenty one now. The the one that looks like the overgrown seventeen. Okay, okay, got you. Um, no, I haven't heard that yet. But that's what he's working with. Yeah, he was uh, he was looking for new, or he was looking for. Um, was 45 degree uh bar tires
5: uh-huh.
1: um because he wanted to make it as period correct as he could yep. and so on. on and so forth he's apparently he's he's i mean you know daryl once he gets a project started he's going to see it through
5: yeah yep. um
1: and uh this thing is starting to take shape rather quickly so i don't know mm-hmm. if there's uh there is i don't think there's a reunion of the orange this year or gathering of the orange this year is there uh
5: i think so um is it in indiana there's uh, uh
1: was it there or was it the one that was supposed to be in hutch the weekend of uh, hutch
5: yeah i i think there's i think there's something supposed to be going on in indiana this year i apologize for not knowing the thing i just dad was talking about of course uh husker or not husker the um uh, oh there at Rantoul. The, uh, yeah, all the century of progress. progress. Yeah, the century of progress. I know they're they're waiting to finalize it, but then there's, um, I think Dad said there's something there. It might be in Illinois, but they're, they're supposed to be a gathering. They've we've been asked to bring a couple tractors to it. Dad said so. So anyway, so they're, that is, you know, you know awesome. they they got together here a few years ago to try to get I forget how many D twenty ones, but you know uh, up there and so anyway Pontiac. Yeah, yeah, Pontiac. There you go. Yeah, because
6: so. my dad, my dad took down his and. Yep. Uh, yep. Friend. Yep. So. Well, that's
1: part of my. That's part of my. The fun part of my job responsibilities these days. So it sounds like I need to uh, find out when and where and plan on packing my bags.
5: Yep. Yep. Dad. Dad. He's he's more on those dates. He so you ask how he was doing. His memory's good, and he knows what he wants to remember, so he can tell you. Uh, where he's going to be going after summer to some of those shows. So,
1: hey, and while we're on that subject, the last time I saw Dad, he asked me for something. And since and Jason, how many people are watching? Do we still have a couple hundred people watching?
0: No, that
1: Bummer. that Warner
0: Music violation really whacked us. But I'm gonna I'm gonna re-download this and re-upload it so
1: we get our viewers back because we had 300 people watching. Okay, well then I'm gonna make this this request here. For all of you old school pulling fans, especially those of you from Missouri and Northwest Missouri, the last time I talked to Dennis, he asked me if I knew of any photos of him pulling in Bethany on the 190. I think it's uh, it was on the 190. Yep. didn't he win a championship with that once, or place real highly, or something? He placed it.
5: He he done awful well there in the years. You know, uh, as far as winning a championship, no. But he won several polls. I know he drug it around. He he ran against uh, at that time um, uh, Yorick. Uh, yep. You know, they had they had an XT that he was running. Okay. You know, back in that day and and stuff like that. But yeah, Dad. You know, um, just trying to remember. There's a couple more XTs. Dad could tell you all that stuff. And know. Dad's
1: been looking for photos for forty-five years. Yeah and he's never found any so for those of you watching from northern missouri southern iowa central iowa any of you who uh, ever followed pulling in the 70s and ever made it to bethany if you have pictures of dennis on the 190 you need to reach out to these guys you would absolutely make his day
5: yep 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 so he, he has some good good memories and stuff of that stuff and you know that i i can't imagine you know, he was down around Troy, Missouri, and then them guys would load those things up on those two-ton trucks, and they would head out. You know, yep. and, you know, hey, we're spoiled. We're we're sitting there driving big semis, and and you know everything's air conditioned and and stuff like that. But they 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 went to work and threw weights and and stuff like that. But yeah, and drove and drove old
1: straight trucks with two-speed oh. rear ends.
5: Yep, yep. I ended up, and I tell you, you know. Uh, of course, Benny, you know, uh, McKinnon has just passed and, you know, he was a great legend as well. But I remember him talking about the first, the first years of Louisville. And uh, of course, they didn't have I-64 i, I, I going down. Yes, but I remember him telling me that when he came down to Louisville one year on a two-ton truck and they was running the front wheel off the shoulder because it was nothing but ice. That's how they got down there. And you think about, you know, Yikes. what I did for pulling. It was just amazing. And and stuff. But uh anyway, but that's, you know, Benny, like I said, Benny was another one of those guys that really influenced, especially me. You know, Benny was, I could call him at you know, when I was 13, and my dad was, you know, pulling that tractor. I could, Benny would talk to me and take the time every, you know, and just, you know, really helped us out, you know, and encouraged us to just get the sport going. So,
1: but so you've driven pretty much every class there is well not every class but is there anything that either of you two guys would love to take a ride in just steal the fire suit and the keys so to speak for one night what would it be and why i'll
3: let I, you i'll let you go with that. Right does now. it have to just be one night or can it be multiple nights
1: oh heck it's your show tonight <laughs> it's however many nights you want it
3: well i've i've and you know, it never, you know, it could it could definitely happen. I threw the idea of a pro stock at him, you know, several times and it eventually happened, right? So you just gotta keep throwing it out right. there. You
1: just gotta keep hitting it again and again. I've I've
3: mentioned, mentioned the idea of a mini rod. Oh, I knew that
1: was coming. I knew that was <laughs> yeah. coming too.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you know, and I granted the the unlimited the unlimited modified was a lot of work and you know it it definitely had its downside to it but I enjoyed driving that thing and, uh, you know, it was fun whenever it was living. And I I think a mini rod would be a nice substitute to that. And I think it'd be, it'd be a fun drive. So that's my,
1: I don't know if Tyler Slaw is still watching, but he was, and uh, (laughs) I can guarantee you that he would absolutely agree with that assessment. Oh, I'm I'm sure. sure. They're a nightmare to work on the the big multi-engine mods, but, uh, Minis, you can get a, a bunch of them in a in a relatively small hauler, and you can drag it with a you know exactly one he ton thinks, dually. He, yeah, still,
0: you can you paint a orange Don't worry.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah. He thinks I'll that think he, still thinks have he can get two tractors and the mini in there too. So anyway.
1: But, so. What about you, Brian? What would you drive if you could?
5: Oh, I kind of still. I, I had a I had a thought a few years ago about a light super and uh, uh and i would say if anything i'd like to end up and you know that would be that would be something i'd like to end up and try to experience you know so yeah my day talking a
1: light a light alky super or are we talking we're going to go older school and do a, a cast rear and, and diesel that's it, that that
5: sounds pretty good so
1: okay, that sounds <laughs> pretty good awesome but
5: anyway so there might be still a little bit of life there in a in an old you know 426
1: block there you go, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Well, cool. Well, guys, unless you have any more questions for them, let's let the Shramics go to bed because they got pro stocks to work on and diesel sleepers to work on and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, before
4: before we let them go, I want to say a big thank you to the Shramic family for your donations to uh, yeah, Ship man. Shawana. Yeah. We um, we put a call out to Pollers for T-shirts and swag and and you guys. Came strong with sweatshirts and and it was all youth stuff, um, some some scale tractors that we gave away to kids and these kids absolutely went nuts over them. Big uh, smile, so Ryan. Thank a you, thank smile. thank you for for doing that. Even though you guys didn't hook there, it was a that was a great thing you did. So thank you. Big absolutely. smile, big smile.
5: It makes it worthwhile. So it does. Uh, that's one it does. The kids are these kids are uh, you know brings a lot of joy to us when when we get to hanging around the trailers after these pools and stuff and, and seeing them and, and just, you got to take the time and talk to them and stuff. Cause they're, you know, they're looking up to us and that's, you know, it's our, it's our duty and you know, our responsibilities to, to leave a good legacy. Yep. So
1: where can, ah! overgrown, where can overgrown kids go to get uh, uh, a little bit of a ceramic swag of our own? Asking for a friend, of course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, hopefully you'll catch us at a tractor pool and we'll have some. So, um actually people have been asking you know about uh t-shirts and the the new tractor and stuff like that uh and it's currently it's currently in the works right now actually seen some of his some of
5: the designs that he's got that's that's going on so literally last week he was he was putting his new stuff together and and gonna try to get that inventory level back up and get some orders back out there so yeah awesome
1: glad to hear that
5: good Good.
0: thank you guys This hey, I wanna, be,
2: be, be, before they go, I want to throw the invite out. If one of you two guys or both of you want to join me on the broadcast during a class or two up at uh, Farley, Iowa, um, we'll talk out in the pits and we'll bring you upstairs up in the press box and put you on MAV TV+. Plus.
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah, look us up. Remind yeah, nice.
2: us.
1: So sometimes yeah, we we'll do hon- do that. We'd be honored to do that. So Good deal. Hey, and by the way, you're in for a treat. That's one heck of a track. That's an amazing facility.
5: Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. got gotcha. you. Yeah, haven't been there, been there yet, but it's bring the big gear.
1: Yeah, so bring the big bring gear. A lot
5: of new iron it there, right? so some new drivers in the class and some new iron. So mm-hmm. it looks it looks like it's gonna probably start the season off pretty good. So yep, yeah. yep.
0: So- it's gonna it's gonna kind of be like 90 Day Fiance, Brian. We're not gonna recognize that driver driving that Pro Stock.
5: Right, <laughs> I think that's right. So, that's what I'm hearing. so- there's a lot of
0: a lot of stuff flying around, Brian. Thank you for what you've done for pulling. As oh, as an you. Alice fan, you I gave up on them long ago. That's why I got that red one right there. Yep. Kudos to you, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, I wanted my cylinder head to be taller than this. And uh,
5: <laughs> yep. yep,
0: yep. But Brandon, um you're a kid that could be, you know, I guess kind of proud, but you're the most humble kid that. The, the legacy, and I don't mean to make, make a play on the name of the words of the tractor, but the legacy that your family has, and your dad's a good dude, and your grandpa's a good dude, and it's just awesome. You guys are great people, and it's um, down you. to earth, and anybody will talk to you, and you're great ambassadors for the sport. And, Brian, when you were on that tear with those diesel supers, and man, five in a row, I mean, it was it was wild. It was yeah. awesome. I mean, it's, it's fun to have that almost villain – like you can't beat him, but you're such a nice guy that I mean, you still wanted to beat you, Shramik. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it was just awesome to have yeah. somebody dominant out there like that. You know, um, we you just don't see that a lot in pulling anymore. I mean, I think the last time I truly remember it was like maybe Jordan Lustig with the Silver Bullet, and he was 16 years old, and the Alki Tractors. That thing would just pick the front end up, and it never, never yeah. stopped. You know what I mean? And then you did it with the Diesel Super. Just thank you, as, yeah. as a pulling fan. It's been great to watch you, Brian. And I'm excited to watch what you and Brayden do in the future as well.
5: So well, appreciate it very much. Thank, thank you all for what you all do too, for keeping it promoted and uh, we're trying you know, being a being an ambassador to it. So it's uh, it's been a pleasure. So
0: have a good night, guys. Thank you for your time. All
5: right. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Guys,
4: see you, Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep.
4: Hey,
0: Good night, everybody. Hey, Jason Schultz here with the Beer Money Pulling Team. And I just want to thank my sponsors of the Beer Money Pulling Team and Let's Grow Pulling and The Remedy. I want to thank the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Like I said earlier, they are the title sponsor of Let's Grow Pulling. Our good friends at Hart's Diesel, Corsa Data Loggers, Schaefer's Oil, Tractor Zoom, Mach 1 Site Development, Extreme Performance and Tire Cutting, as well as our newest sponsor, Northwoods Engineering. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and we'll try to do as many of these as we can. As well, if you want to uh, purchase a Beer Money Pulling Team hat, hoodie, t-shirt, koozie, whatever, head over to www.beermoneygear.com.
6: Thanks for listening, and have a great night.